Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Everyone, welcome to Pink Shade. We are here to talk Bravo today. We have so many housewives on right now. We have had so many housewives on for the duration of the pandemic, it seems like, Mary Payne. Thank and God. it just continues. I know. Thank God. Thank mm-hmm. God. Bravo is giving us, you know, everything we need, even if it involves face shields. And <laughs> TLC is stepping up. We TV has, you know, they have not done us dirty, given us so much life after lockup, after love after lockup. Although we do have to wait for the next season of love after lockup until june, june which sucks i know yeah every time somebody gives me like a date far away i think like but guess what by then a lot of people will be vaccinated i mean it has nothing to do with watching television <laughs> but i just like to, I, i'm one of those people i always like to have something to look forward to even if me it's too. like a year away or two, and i'm like oh well in 2023 we're gonna do this i, I do a lot of whatever so you know we're, we're kind of deadheads in this house so whenever on the xm when a a dead show comes on it'll be like you know so and so from san francisco 1974 and i said to dave the other day i go do you ever look at that and you think i was six years old at that time and he goes no i said you don't look at that and think i'm listening to music that i love that was i was six years old he goes no and i go okay well if you ever see one that says the date's like 1991 do you think hey i was at that show because it was in dc and he goes uh no i'm like okay well i do yeah, do you ever think about anything, husband? Mm, no. No. Nope. I'll Aaron tell you what's being just, thought uh, about now here is the golf mm-hmm. course is opening this weekend. You know, the snow just melted. Oh, yes. <laughs> Literally just melted, and everyone is going to be tromping out there through the mud, golfing it up. Yep. Well, we were uh, discussing before we uh, started recording about how, you know, maybe at some point people will leave this home and go back to their office, meaning husbands. And um, we were joking, like in, in war times, it'd be like, bring our men home. And now we're like, send our men out. Yeah. Take them back. Take them back from whence they cometh. Please Seriously. send them back to their office. Yes. Oh, there's an office there waiting, and I just wish it were mine, you know, that I had somewhere to escape to. I'm like, you've got a place to escape to, and you don't want to go? I know. What? I told uh, my friend, Ingrid, that I talk about a lot. I was like, oh, you know, I'm whispering. The day was out of town for, like, almost a week, and I was like, it was so great, <laughs> because we really, I kind of feel like we're in a schedule now, like, what it will be like when we the world goes back because Anna goes to school even though she sits outside with the mask she goes to school John's yeah. in the basement just doing his thing um, and it was just like, sort of like me and the dog had her own schedule and I was like that's what it's going to be like and she was like girl I know my husband went skiing it was great <laughs> was like, it's like all of a sudden you're Julie Andrews out in the hills of Austria being like yes. the hills are alive <laughs> you're I just see. brought back to life in those moments you're like, like oh my time is my time not everyone's time exactly wow. that's right now I don't have three people asking something of me just one and a half and a dog so I much can easier order my own Grubhub I don't have mm-hmm. to make a group order 
Oh, right. bunkies, pink shade listeners. We hope you guys are doing okay out there. I, I see a lot of posts about people getting vaccinated, people, mm-hmm. you know, kind of starting to move about the cabin a little bit. That's right. Feel free to move about the cabin. On this long ass flight we all been on. Ooh, <laughs> girl, it's starting to stink up in here. Oh, but you know what? It's going to land at some point, and I feel like we're on. I feel like we're on the way to something better. It, it at least feels hopeful. You know, I feel hopeful, so that's really nice. It's I a too. feeling that I, I I forgot what that felt like. Truly, yeah. like I said, just something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, something to look forward to. And like I said I today, I got a, an email from our county saying that my daughter, who's eighteen, could get vaccinated. She met these qualifications for her wow. health conditions, and I was like, wow. Now, I know my son is six, almost 16, and his, his time is a long way away. But um, to think that three of us, of four, could be fully vaccinated in the next couple of months is exciting. It's shocking. You, know, you just you go to think these about websites, it. you sign up, they send you an email, they say, we have deemed you okay. It's so funny because uh, Grant Rudder, who you know we love, Grant's rant, he's yes. in New York now, and he posts these hilarious, like, you know, he's just so like, well... You know, everything is so like, wah, wah. He's so funny. And he's supposed to like, let me tell you what, I don't know how these people are skipping the line, but they have opened up vaccines for people over 50. How are all these 16 year old TikTokers getting it? (laughs) I was like, no, that's a good question. (laughs) He's like, I see all these people on the TikTok and the Instagram. How are these people? They look pretty healthy to me. (laughs) So funny. Oh, Grant, we love you. We got to do a crossover with him soon. Bravo. We got to get to New York and go see all our New York people. I know. I know. Like we told you guys, something broke down. Your way comes. Mm -hmm. It's going to be us. It's going to be us. Shuffling in our orthopedic shoes, heading your way. (laughs) We're going to take the Jovi transport, planes, trains, and automobiles all around the world and finally get there. We don't even care how we get there. The journey. The journey is the best part. As long as we're alone, it's fine. (laughs) As long as I just have headphones on and nobody talking to me or asking me for food. Perfect. I'm good. Perfect. I'm good. Oh, my God. So today we have to talk about housewives, you guys. Not have to. We want to. And there are a lot of things to do. Okay, so Mary Payne, you said you did not watch the New York trailer because Real Housewives of New York is coming Tuesday, May 4th. Tuesday, May 4th, guys. That is the premiere date. Woo! Mm. But you didn't watch it. No. No. At that time, I just knew that uh, Bethany got divorced and engaged, and I was very happy for her. I know. What do you think about Bethany announcing her divorce to Jason Hoppy and her engagement the same day as the trailer? I mean, anybody that thinks that wasn't planned is a dumb dumb. (laughs) People are like, I'm sure it was. I was like, no, 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 no. No. She's she's very tight with Dorinda and 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 people on the cast. So she and I think she probably still talks to producers every day and gives them notes. Like she definitely knew the exact date that trailer was dropping and decided she would hilarious. Yeah, I think I find it. Yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, people are like, oh, my God, she's so thirsty. I'm like, no, she's just, uh, she's smart. She's got a touch of evil in her, which I enjoy. She's also a great marketer for herself, and I'm okay with it. Go, girls. Go, girl. Okay, so here are the highlights from season 13, which, again, is premiering Tuesday, May 4th. I cannot wait. My favorite. Closer than we think. Oh, Heather Thompson is back. We don't know what position she's in yet. Ebony K. Williams is Uh the newest castmate. Uh-huh. She is a uh, black woman. She is coming for Ramona. Thank God. And it is amazing. You have reco- to watch the trailer. It's the reckoning we've been needing. It <laughs> is the fucking reckoning. They actually show, show clips in the trailer of Ramona saying, oh, I can't remember their names. You know, the help. She calls her 
her staff what? the help. And her Ebony sta- is oh. like, excuse you? Ebony, like, takes her to skew. Takes her to skew. I mean, it is, it's going to be hilarious watching this educated woman, like, try to talk to Ramona about how inappropriate and actually, like, fucking awful she is on oh, many levels. Oh, my God. Well, remember just a couple seasons ago, they went somewhere. Oh, that, that it's whenever she was Last with Tinsley. Season. Was with Tinsley, and she was like, I look young and you look old. I look young and you look old. Um, and it was that season yeah. where they went to somewhere in Mexico, and she was like, look at all the servants. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. my God. She's like, all yep. the servants are for us. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And oh. Leah McSweeney is back, and she looks Love. like she is the HBIC. She is the head bitch in charge. Right. She looks like she she's taken over. There is a lot of toplessness. There's nude painting. They're painting some guy schlong at one point at a class. Mm-hmm. Leah, sure. in one clip, is calling everyone a hoe, like Oprah style. Like, you're a hoe. You're a hoe. You're a hoe. Y'all hoes. Like, mm-hmm. she's screaming at them that they're hoes. Luann has a new boyfriend named Garth, who they're all, like, disgusted with, apparently, especially oh. Sonia. Okay. They take a trip to Salem, Massachusetts, where they all get dressed up as witches, and I don't know what happens there, probably. It's probably in lieu of, you know, which will be sorely missed, the Berkshires trip. I bet that's their fall Mm, trip, mm, you know? mm -hmm. And then there's Sonia getting so blackout drunk that the whole production team has to basically lay down their cameras and wrestle her to the ground. (laughs) I mean, it's It's so bad. It's not funny. It's It's so bad. it, it, It is funny, but it's not funny. It, it is funny, but it's not. Yeah, Sonia is, like, fighting with a, a, a horde of men who are all wearing earpieces. I'm like, what oh, is happening here? Bless. And then there's Ramona and a tiara at the end on some, like, grand staircase talking about, where has elegance gone? Where has class gone? And then she's, like, doing a shot in her tiara. I'm like, what is happening? And also... I love this franchise. I love, I love everything about it. I am here for Ebony coming on board. I can't wait to get to know this new housewife. And I'm here for the takedown of Ramona and maybe mm-hmm. Avery by proxy. <laughs> you we'll know, that people, people were pointing out, you know how Ramona says so stupid and she just doesn't like, she'll post an ad and at the end it will say, yeah. have Ramona read this in her own voice. Like she types that out. <laughs> she just cuts and paste it. And it'll say like, you know, Blah, 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 blah. Ramona should read this in her own voice. And she cuts and pastes it and puts that in the ad with a picture of her with her flat tummy tea or whatever. She just doesn't know what she's doing. And she um, she posted a screenshot of her bank account with her different payments from Cameo. I saw that. Yeah. But, you know, people are like, Avery has quit her, like, Wall Street job and is now a brand ambassador for Cameo. So people are like, probably that was Avery's idea was to be like, let's act like you're dumb, but you could show how much money you're making from Cameo. I was like, that would just make me mad. Like, why are people paying her? Like, pay somebody funny, like Doug Buden or somebody that would actually give a shit to do your Cameo, you know, like Zied. Seriously. Yeah, Yeah, like Zied. Oh, yes. I got the Mm -hmm. best Cameo from him. Thank you, Bunky. Andre, you bunky schmunkies. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, what the fuck is this bonky? Bonky schmonky. The bonky schmonky say to tell you feel better. I don't know what this is. And Elizabeth's like sexily crawling over to him. Hi. I'm drinking. So 
You know who you need to really get for a cameo is Armando of Kenneth and Armando. We need to give him constant shout outs because his cameos yes. are the absolute best. He will draw you a picture. I have mine be... right here. Yes. Mm-hmm. He is amazing. He is. We've seen many cameos that he's given you and other people in the Pink Shade group. And it, they're just so personal. And he is so he's such a beautiful soul. And he's so funny and fun, too. I'm like, that's who needs all the cameo money. Not Ramona. Caduce. Caduce to use. Caduce mm-hmm. to use. Okay, let's get into what's airing now. So New York is coming up. We're very excited for that. But what's airing now are Atlanta, Dallas, and New Jersey. So that you want to start with Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Okay. All I can so, say is I watched these shows this week, and that's all I got for you. But I'm ready to okay. discuss for what I can come from my memory. Okay, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Let's go through my notes. So Chills, wedding is over. Mm-hmm. And so now we can get back to the, our regularly scheduled Bolo investigation. <laughs> which Kenya is still leading. Mm. Do you remember? I was like, Bolo, Bolo, why am I? And I'm like, oh my God, remember when Bolos were those skinny little cowboy neckties? Not remember. My my nephew, Harrison, who is in Stop. fact a cowboy, he has worn a bolo tie to, in all the weddings that he's been in, which have been Stop quite it. a few lately. Yeah, that's what he wears. He's a cowboy. He wears a bolo tie. Wow. But you know what it is? It's like that cowboy thing where it's like a string and then it's got like a metal piece that's like a, you know, looks like got a cow horn or something on it and it pulls through like a, like a Boy Scout thing, but like a, a thin piece of leather with a square and then you, that's what he wears. And then a cowboy yeah. hat. That's what he wears. He's a cowboy. Oh, n- well, I'm, I'm not a cowboy, but I was like, oh, these are like the bolos that I wore in third grade with my business casual blazer Absolutely. and my Argyle socks. Mm-hmm. But they've all, they've always those. been the thing amongst the cowboys when they're getting dressed. That's what they wear for their ties. Or the girls in 1984 that it were going to third grade in biz, biz cash. Biz okay. cash. So then we have the aunties versus nieces resurgence. Like this is the whole theme now ever since the bachelorette party. We have firmly established that Mary Payne and I are aunties and mm-hmm. almost everyone we talk to is an auntie. Mm-hmm. If you're a niece, good on you. Yeah. Now Marlo is an honorary niece, apparently. Like she got invited to Shamia's house for this party where they're like... It's a night in Nice. They pretending it was French or something. It was very strange. It was a play on words, I hope. Yeah, I hope too. There <laughs> were like kids' toys in the background and like weird Jenga. And I'm like, she mm. went to Party City and got all the Paris theme stuff she could find. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the only thing worth noting that really happened at Shamia's party with the nieces is that Latoya, who I think might show up um, a little bit off kilter to every party she attends, <laughs> I, even though she is driving herself. I think that she wanted to make a point that she is loyal not only to Kenya, but to everyone else, too. She wants to be friends with everyone, which mm-hmm. means you're not friends with anyone, mm-hmm. basically, if they're all yeah. having beef with each other. And she divulges there that Mark Daly was asking for alimony mm-hmm. when he filed papers back. Now, he withdrew them within 24 hours. But even Portia, Kenya's sworn enemy, is like, ooh, that is messy. Like, right. she should not be talking about this. But we and did it does see, come back did, to blow up in her face. But we did see Candy talking to somebody about it. Or was she talking to Kenya about it? Because Candy and Don Juan were talking to somebody about that alimony thing. I think they were talking to Kenya. Okay. They were all together. Be, okay. Mm-hmm. Because Kenya is pissed at Candy for not backing her up as the Bolo witness. She's like, you know, you saw what I saw. And Candy is not going there. She's like, nope. No, because she, nope. par- she set the party up. And she's like, I was trying to make a safe space. And you're making it not a safe space. But I like Kenya. And every interview she's been on has been like, I am on a television show. Mm-hmm. 
lest we all forget, I'm on a television show, so everybody makes me out to be the villain for talking about it. Somebody else would have been talking about it. I'm on a television show. That's what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, you know, that's a really good point. That is a good point. And I think she made another good point this week, although I hate to give it to her sometimes, where she said, you know, if this were me who fucked the stripper, everyone would be going in on it. Of course. It just depends on who it is, right? Mm-hmm. So D- Tanya has escaped to Canada. She is in the witness protection program. We'll never see we her again. Know- we'll never Mm-mm. see her again. She and told then- on herself and ran right out of the country. Yeah. She did. She did. She just ran. She took a she took a midnight train not to Georgia to Saskatchewan. <laughs> I don't know where she went. Ontario. So she uh she's gone, but Portia's there to just still be in denial, you know, who knows what happened, but everyone's calling out Portia and then mm-hmm. LaToya is kind of backtracking on what happened between her and Portia because Kenya's acting all jealous about it and mad and Portia is backtracking too and they're like it was just a kiss whatever and Candy is just sitting around like the cat that ate the canary smiling whenever everyone talks about this but she's playing it super cool okay so cut to Halloween party at Phelan's house now before this happens we just have Fallon. to make mention Fallon sorry Fallon. Yeah, I, have, yeah, yeah. I have it written out phonetically the mm-hmm. wrong way in my notes mm-hmm. it's Fallon <laughs> yeah uh, so it's at Fallon's house. We ha- we haven't seen a lot of Fallon this year, just in some group activities and on vacation and stuff. But she seems like she could be a contender for mm-hmm. a housewife spot. Agreed. Like, After this, from, yeah. Just from this week alone, I was like, whoa. And uh, I didn't know that she and LaToya were going to get into it like they did. But before we get to that whole mess, I'll back up and say that we did see beforehand Marlo renting her clothing out. It's some kind of warehouse, and Kenya visits her, and they talk about it. It's called Le Archive. Le Archive. What? I don't know. And then Kenya gets to this Halloween party, and she's all like the Marlo whisperer. She's like, oh, yeah, I talked to Marlo, and she always has the best costumes, and she's not going to be here tonight. She can't make it. And everyone's like, what? Like, very strange. It's so weird. The the strangest thing about this um, seven people standing around in a brightly lit kitchen was... (laughs) Every person that got there goes, I thought this was going to be a party. There's seven of us here. Every light in the house is on. And we're supposed to be, we're sitting around a kitchen table dressed like lizards and cats. Like it's the amount of like work that went into these costumes oh, to yeah. sit around at a kitchen table. You could have just worn your sweats and your quarantine clothes. There's no, no Portia point. had the right idea. Portia went mm-hmm. to Party City and got like the basic bitch cat ears and cat tail and just yeah. threw on some leggings and was like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here for the potatoes or whatever is over there on the bar. Yes. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Cause I wrote, <laughs> so this fluorescent lighting and Costco food is like a teacher appreciation party up in here. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like, well, I've been to these parties and they're during my work day. Yeah. It's real strange. <laughs> it's I know so that weird. they have to have lights on for filming and stuff. I know they can't have music on and you know, we, we know this from reality TV, but it is always so awkward at these parties when it's brightly lit you know, it's just... I, but the I, fact it, that you go to that kind of trouble for your costume, like Fallon did, and some of the other ladies, like Candy mm-hmm. and even LaToya, and then you have this whole thing that they have to walk through that's this haunted house with yeah. things jumping out at you, and then you get in there, and you're like in the... It's like you just escaped the Matrix, and, and you're in the you're, bad place. Now you're in the kitchen. Yeah, you're in the kitchen, and there's just like some Costco 
food out yes. there, some croissants and stuff. I'm like, what is happening? Like, get this your is own so drink, strange. Get your own food. Come sit at the table so we can talk in our costumes. I, I found it was. I know. Yeah, Latoya was. Latoya came uh, just on fire. I don't know why she doesn't like Fallon. She keeps making cracks about her husband. I don't like, get it. She just doesn't. Like, we, there's no backstory there for why she doesn't like her. So she didn't. I, sorry, I just took a sip of water. She didn't like. Uh, Drew either at first though for no reason Drew, Drew handled it like a master mm-hmm. you know when she was like oh you're my fan and here's mm-hmm. a, here's a signed picture for you because yeah. she was coming for her husband too yeah and now well. she's coming for Fallon's husband and she doesn't even seem to know her that well and she, she's like she's, he's 65 this is the empire and blah blah I'm like what yeah, and she refuses weird. to get up and get herself a drink or food and Candy's like uh we all just got our dumbasses food and a drink and you can do the same I didn't I don't understand uh I don't think I think Latoya's just really working hard for that peach like she really wants to be a cast member next year really yeah i think you're right i think you're right so by the end of this kenya is okay we'll just we'll just say it right now um she is dressed up as a native american with a huge like headdress on i can't believe she's one of the smartest housewives i think and i can't believe she made a misstep like this like this isn't like a luann Mm. who I think is completely unself-aware in a lot of ways. Yes. Kenya is self-aware. Why in the hell would she choose this costume? Even the other women are like, OMG, what is walking in here? I cannot believe this woman. Candy's like, oh, I mean, I, you know, Candy is her, her voice inflection. She's like, I was like, what? (laughs) I, um, I I was, when she walked in, I was like, oh oh, no. And then I saw a tweet where somebody said, you know, this is my culture. And she was, she wrote back, it's my culture too. I was like, I saw that. Oh, mm, that's just like Kelly Dodd. I'm black. No, God, no, mm -mm. you're not black. And Kenya's not native American. And even if she was, I don't think that would be a great Halloween costume. Those of us who are part that you don't do that, you don't get no. dressed up as that. It's like, oh my God. Okay, people. Kenya, what the hell? What kind of, who told you that this was a good idea? What kind of glam squad was like, yeah, go for it. Go it, for it. It was lots of people involved in that decision. That's what lots. I always, that's always what I think. Like when you see, uh, like, you know, Tiger Woods is a great example or, or some of these celebrities that get in these terrible car crashes when they've had six, eight balls of Coke. And you're like, you know what, Leonardo DiCaprio? That's just an example. You you have a driver. And I know. Just, and, and in this situation, like, you have a glam squad that could have told you, this is not a good idea for this costume. But no I one did. Have a whole te- they have a whole team around them. I used to talk to Jenny, Jenny McCarthy about that when she was, when we were doing the radio show for a while. And she really kind of clued me in on how many people are like part of decisions like this and she's like like, she would always say like isn't there one person on this team who could say like don't do this yeah i don't think that's gonna be a good look (laughs) for you including her you know she would admit it yeah anyway okay so kenya calls latoya out for gossiping about her divorce and the alimony when they go to the they go to some room downstairs at the it's like luann on the lower level good night yeah i couldn't even tell if it was lower level or they were just shunned to the basement patio like i was like what's happening I don't know. They were in some random room. It was very like American Pie at prom night. Mm-hmm. It was like a basement with a pool table. So she is telling her, like, you're not loyal to me. Like, I know you're gossiping. And Latoya is laughing and reacting very strangely. I don't it, understand her personality, I guess. I don't either. And uh, the way she acted at the end of this, I don't get it. No. And then she goes from that. They come back up and they all start leaving. 
or some of them start leaving. They're like, and I don't want to stand around this fully lit kitchen. I can do that at my house. For real. I can yeah. stand at home and eat a lean cuisine in front of my microwave and cry like yeah. I normally do in 2020. <laughs> so. <laughs> stand in front of my microwave with a lean cuisine. All right. Just ball my head off. I get it. In fluorescent lighting. Yeah. So they all start leaving or whatever. Some of them are sitting on the porch and. Basically, Latoya loses her fucking mind, like, as she's leaving. She starts saying shady things to Fallon as she's leaving. She gets in her car, comes back. She's yelling stuff from the car. She comes back. Fallon snaps, and girlfriend runs through the house like she is Usain Bolt. She pulled a Monique. She took those shoes off and just took off and escaped from those producer's grips. Yep. But Monique did like sort of like a serial killer, like slow walk or like a Friday the and, 13th slow walk. And then walk. she sped up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then she sped up. Yeah. But Fallon goes, woo. It was just like flames behind her heels. Boom. <gasps> what did Portia say? I knew it was her because she dropped one of her scales or something. Yeah. What did she say? <laughs> one of her snakes from her yeah, head. Yeah, yes, yes. One of her snakes from her head falls on the ground. Yeah. Girlfriend grabs a golf club and starts going after LaToya. LaToya finally takes off with any sense that's left in her head and everyone's like what the fuck is going on here now that's where the episode ends Mm -hmm. so we're going to find out where it picks up from there next week but other things that happen this episode is that drew invited the ladies to new orleans because uh, allegedly she has some work to do there and she's like Mm -hmm. we're going to go on a real trip and i'm going to show you how it's hosted she's going to extend a private jet to everyone and not be super shady about it like kenya she's probably (laughs) going to order grubhub for the whole group as opposed to just her also, they're in a pandemic and they can't fly commercial, but that's okay. That's, I know. Yeah. I know. So anyway, they're all going to go there and ride bikes and, I don't know, whoop it up and fight and drag each other. But the other scene that I wanted to touch on before we go to Dallas is, to me, I don't know, one of the most heartbreaking scenes. And that's Portia and that fucking hot dog king, Dennis, at dinner. Mm-hmm. Portia deserves better than this asswipe. Yep. She does. Of course she does. He was gaslighting her, not even in a smart, conniving way. He was like, well, why did we break up? Like, why did things go south? And I was waiting for her to be like, because you cheated on me when I was pregnant. Because you cheated on me and there's rumors of bestiality. I mean, what? Gross. Come on, man. He's acting like he has no idea. You know, he he doesn't know where things went wrong. But then she says to him, she's like, if we didn't have a baby together, you and I wouldn't even be talking. We would have moved on long ago. And I was like, good for you for saying that. Mm -hmm. Like, you deserve better than this. I don't understand why she keeps fucking with this guy, like, in terms of a relationship. Of course, they have to co-parent. I hope that they do so successfully and, like, amicably and they could be good friends. But, like, this relationship thing, it's not going to happen. It's terrible. Nope. It's awful. All right. So... Let's move on to Dallas. Let's talk about Brandy Redman and the just dumpster fire that is Brandy Redman's reputation in life. Um, her on the TV show, her on the gram, every story that's coming out about her husband. Like, what is happening here? She is yeah. just burning. The Bravo and Cocktails Instagram had it all, you know, the, all the stuff about the husband. And we all saw that. And um, a lot of people say that the girl that the video is with was... Uh, a drug deal because their hands are low allegedly and he just sort of like kisses her on the forehead a little bit but then people started sending bravo and cocktails uh screenshots of them being in a restaurant and seeing a brian 
and Travis with two other women, not their wives. It looks similar to their wives, but not their wives. Um, that they, cause you know, they had that lake house in Austin and they would go together and they would be out at restaurants with other women all the time. Then the story came out about Brandy having this affair with this country singer who, when that story, this is like a blue check marked person. And when the story came out, took his whole Instagram down <gasps> that same day. So that was the story. So all that came about at once. Now we know in real time, she's probably at, uh, on the show, probably going to be pregnant soon because she does in fact have a fourth baby. And, and she uh, looks pregnant in her interviews. Yes, yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. She does. And um, so all that's going on. But I will tell you that I really loved Deandra taking her to skew. She was like, <laughs> girl, you are saying that you speak to ghosts. You want to go to haunted house. You want to visit with mediums. You think that that is, is what's in the Bible? Well, it's not. Like, you can't be a cafeteria Christian. You, you're either going to be, like, all in or you're going to be okay dabbling with other stuff. And, you know, you can't say that I'm not Christian just because I like to uh, look at other things in the spiritual world that can help me. You know, right, whether it my is hairdresser my, is... my hairdresser shaman, don't judge. <laughs> you know? You can judge him, but don't judge me. Right. Yeah, so I, I really liked how she yeah. like came at her with concise points, and I think that that's right with, about Brandy. You can't chase somebody around on the beach with a dildo and then be like, "I just didn't feel like that was very Christian of you to have a ceremony where we chanted." I mean, you know, it's like I, I feel like I, she's I grasping at straws, like Brandy really is, to be mm-hmm. like, "I, you know, I feel uncomfortable because I don't feel like I can be myself." <clears throat> my racist mm-hmm. self mm-hmm. around you, Tiffany, because I just feel like I need to watch what I do and I just can't be like free, silly me. And I'm like, what are you? Okay. We all know the subtext of what you're saying here, Brandy. Like it is, it ain't good. It ain't good. And now you're talking about, but I'm also like a real Christian. I know you are too, Deandra. And I just feel like, you know, you really need to check yourself with these beliefs that you have. I'm like, why are you doing this? You need to just like lay low girl. No wonder she quit mid season or whenever she quit. I don't know if she's going to be here for the remainder of the season, but so I've been texting with a friend of mine that lives in Frisco, which is where, uh, Brandy lives. Texas was where Brandy mm-hmm. lives in suburb of Dallas. And she okay. said, she said, all I can report is that there are not any, uh, catering trucks out of her house right now. I said, well, I don't think they're currently filming. I don't think they're filming right now. I said, but, um, no, I said, I don't know if she's on the show. And then she said, and I can report she has been known to take her children to the bus stop in her nightgown. And I said, well, I, I, Same. I, I, I don't, I do judge a nightgown. I won't judge. <laughs> I won't judge a sleep pant or a, but I will judge a full nightgown. What about a house coat with pockets? I'm okay with the a kind, house coat with pockets. The kind of yeah. zips from floor to chin. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Just pull out your uh, hanky from your sleeve. That's right. Um, and then she said that she thought it was funny on this week's episode with them riding in the car over to the Moon uh, Hotel. She said, which mm-hmm. is very, it's a very nice hotel. She said that it literally is walking distance from um, from Brandy's house. <laughs> She said, and it's actually, it's actually more like Plano than Frisco, but, um, yeah, she had a lot of, uh, she had a lot of scoop. I also asked her to look up, um, Donovan from marrying millions. And she said she has asked 10 friends that are in real estate and they have never heard of him. <laughs> You've never heard of him or his multi-million dollar business. His real empire. Business. Nope. Mm. Nope. Too bad. Yeah. They're missing out. Okay. So uh, by the way, guys, we're covering marrying millions. The last two episodes over on Hey Bunky Patreon. It's almost over. We have just started picking up Seeking Sister Wives. We are starting to recap it this week. Yes. And we 
are so in for the 90-day Seeking Sister Wife polygamy crossover that is happening. It is an amazing season already. One episode, and it's amazing. I'm yes. so in. And we're also covering Temptation Island over on Hey Bunky. That's and right. then over on the Pink Shade Patreon, if you join there, we cover a lot of documentaries, true crime, interviews with people, podcast collaborations, uh, just all kinds of things. There's over 100 episodes on each of those platforms. And if you mm-hmm. join at the $5 level on either one, you unlock everything right away. So if you need extra content, if you're looking for extra content, that's where you can go. Thank you for just listening here, though. If you're not joining there, no big deal. We love that you're listening here. Thank you very much. Okay, so little plug. Uh, Mama D versus Deandra. First of uh-huh. all, Deandra, Deandra taking Brandy Redman to school about being a Christian is me whenever Jehovah's Witnesses come here. And then they actually ask me if they can leave after a while because I keep them here for so long. <laughs> you're like, ma'am, you're we gotta go. not, we're clear. Can I just use your bathroom? Then can I go? That's all I really go. wanted. We I gotta, gotta go. go. I gotta tell you though, the funniest moment I had with a repeat visitor. It was a very sweet woman. She she would come to my house often, my last house, because I was always talk to her when she came, and I would take her tracks and I would read them and I would talk to her about them next time. And I, I almost showed up at the microphone at the door one time. I was like, we just got to do an interview. Mm-mm. Like you know, I didn't, I didn't yeah. go there, but I was kind of grooming her for that. Mm. And a grooming is a trigger word, but I was grooming her for an interview, yes. not anything else. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, so what's your background? And I said, well, and I told her my background, you know, origin story. And then I told her I um, went to an Assemblies of God church, which is like the most hardcore Pentecostal denomination out there. And she, the Jehovah's Witness looked at me and said, I'm sorry. That's a lot. That's a lot for you. I I just got to apologize too. Like they feel bad for me. They feel bad for me. What is happening? Anyway. Okay. So Deandra has the upper hand with Brandy. Of course she does. But who she does not have the upper hand with is Mama D who is savage. Savage. Always. Okay. So the big fight between them is that Mama D said at the Moroccan party for Tiffany that she, uh, that Deandra changed her last name Mm -hmm. as a young adult from Callaway, her mm-hmm. father, her biological father's name, to Simmons, mm-hmm. her stepfather's name. Now, Simmons is the guy, Glenn Simmons is the guy who Mama D apparently stalked and then uh-huh. forced to marry her. And she, she tells it as if like a woman's empowerment story. She <laughs> made a vision board of Glenn Simmons. <laughs> all roads, all red strings lead to Glenn Simmons. She found out where he ate. She found out who he was friends with. She showed up every time until he noticed her. And then bought her all the wigs that she wants. That's right. <laughs> she was telling them, like, so that means a young woman can do whatever she likes. See, that is a good, inspiring story. Mm-hmm. You could be whoever you want in this world. Just find a rich man in the newspaper and start following him around. <laughs> yes, that's how that works. So, oh yeah, so Deandra changed her name because she's no dumb-dumb and realized that rich guy would get her in more doors. doors. Yeah. Now, what do you think? Who do you believe? Do you believe Mama D or do you believe Deandra when she says, no, that's not why I changed my name? And she got really mad about it. 100% uh, Mama D. Same. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And I don't, and even, bl- I don't even blame her. No. I don't, even, I don't even know why it's had to be made into a big deal. I would be like, he raised me. He was my father figure. And yes. Uh, being his daughter could get me in more doors. Mm-hmm. So I changed my name. The mm-hmm. end. Yeah. And Mama D says the same thing. She's like, 100% you should have done that. Yeah. I was just stating the truth. And Deandra's like, I don't want people to think I'm an opportunist. I don't want people to think I've gotten places because I didn't deserve it. I'm like, everyone thinks that already. What does it matter? What does it matter? Your mom yeah. gives you a, a check every week for your housekeeper. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> or as Ramona Singer would say, the help. Your servants. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So then we have the hotel party hosted by Tiffany Moon, who is a Hawaiian theme because that's where she got married and they were supposed to fly back to Hawaii this year to, I don't know, renew their vows. They should, they should really thank their lucky stars if they were going to renew their vows, that they dodged a bullet because right. we know that's the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. So she has this themed party at a hotel owned by, isn't it owned by her husband's family? Is yes. that what she says? Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. two hotels, really nice ones. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. She has the whole floor booked. She's like, this has to be better than the nightmare pizza party I threw that was a disaster. Yes. And she does seem like she's getting less awkward, like just finding her place and and understanding that this group is basically a really shallow group of people that she's just there to (laughs) play in the sandbox with. You know what I mean? It's not that deep. And so she is being very mature about how awful some of them have been to her, which I give her credit for. I really like her as a cast member. I do too. Um. Uh, but before this, I actually had this as a note and I forgot it. Stephanie Holman visits this high school who has been destroyed by or had been hit by two different hurricanes, 200 year storms. And she and Travis and the team visit there because it was her charity mission. And they redid the whole locker rooms for them because they yeah. were all so, so dilapidated and stuff. And it's a very sweet moment. They visit and they they show them and the kids are excited and the coaches are excited. Travis is like a big toe in jeans. I mean, this man, I know some people think he had a glow up last year. I'm not one of them. Just because you just grow, looks, just cause you grow your hair a little longer doesn't mean it's yeah. a glow up. He, he, he needs he, a lot more. He looks like a toe. That. He looks like mm-hmm. a thumb at, at best, a toe he's at a, worst. He's a little Shrekish. Yeah. He, yeah, I know. And he's like, okay, well, good job. I believe in you now. And she's like, thanks. And I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, I hate the storyline. I do too. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. God damn, like that she's worth it now that she proved herself. I'm like, this is such a weird relationship. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then we see a weird little scene of Carrie trying to connect with her daughters in nature. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care about that. Yeah. And then Tiffany's mom giving zero fucks about Tiffany cutting back at work. But she yeah. thinks her mom is going to flip out. So there's all of those little things. And then another yeah. little moment before the party is, or at the party, maybe, Cameron Westcott telling people, I've never seen a bill in my life. I don't know how much we pay for utilities. I've never paid a bill. I don't know. But I want to be involved in selling the house because I'm a business lady. It was That was pretty interesting where she's like, you know, I've never, I've never seen it. Like, I don't know. Because they said, oh, gosh, well, you're having to keep this lights on. Is that bad if your electricity bill? She's like... Yeah. Oh, actually, I don't know. <laughs> she tries to go like, yes, I'm just going to be honest. I've never seen the bill. I have no idea. <laughs> but then it was funny. She was like, if I um, tell him that I spent $5,000 and I'll say it was at a kid's store, it's okay. But if it's at Neiman's, mm, girl, I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh my I, just, God, I, I just like Cameron. It's just Cameron. I just like how she is. I just like that she's just unapologetically herself she's pink she's an airhead she's blonde she doesn't know anything about money she likes to like look pretty and say funny lines and i'm okay with it i'm okay yeah. with it. she's like a little giraffe on those heels teetering yeah. around yeah. she comes in for a hug when they do a group hug and she's towering over everyone and she just sort of like wraps them all up in her arms which extends <laughs> beyond the entire group yeah i mean she can't help that she's tall I mean, no i know. love it i love i love um, her on this cast now i know she said something very problematic on watch what happens live and a lot of people are upset about that i agree problematic um as problematic as ramona and other people but i i think they i think that there's a place for her on this cast i would like to see her dig a little deeper at time like this season she seems to be we seem to be skating over her quite a bit mm-hmm. maybe you that's know. because she said something problematic and they're trying to give her that's a little true. rest 
Yeah. That's true. That's I true. I don't know what she said. You'll have to tell me later. Which is which is her own fault. Yeah. You know, so it was in terms of Asian Americans. She said something like a, like a slur, like referring to someone as like, oh, well, that's just like a Chinese blah, blah, blah. It's something. Oh. It was bad. It was oh. bad. It was not oh. good. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I don't, oh. Brandon told me about it. Also, you guys, Bunkies, Brandon Alvarado, our sweet baby angel of Bravo. He's our Bravo brain. Like we're yes. barely struggling getting through this ourselves because Brandon is yes. not. He's not here to help us. He's not here to help us, like, remember things. But it's his birthday this week. So happy birthday. Is he, like, 20? I know. I don't know. He's so young and cute. He's always just fresh and new to me. You know, he just keeps not aging, even though he has a birthday celebration. So happy birthday, Brandon. We love you. We love you. We love you. Kadoos. Kadoos to use, Brandon. All right, so back, back to the party. They're having a fun time. She got Lay's flown in from Hawaii. I'm like, girl, you could just go down to the store and get those for like a dollar. Costco, come on. I know, I know. And the party is pretty nice. I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing super dramatic that happens at it, so there's nothing to report back to right now. I mean, there's. it was an episode that was sort of like a bridge episode. Mm-hmm. And Mama D and Deandra, I, I don't know if I would say they make up, but they do meet, and Mama D basically stands by that she's telling the truth, and Deandra says, no, you're not, and mm-hmm. they just leave it at that. Yeah. So. That's it. Anyway, I love how Mama D's wig is combed together in the back, like Flock of Seagull style. Yes. Like, it's feathered from front to back, but then it's combed, and it meets in the back, and there's like a part down the back of her head. It's all, all the wigs are the same. So she's got like 20 of the same ones. Yeah. Yes. That's her yeah. look. That's her look, man. That's her look. She's standing by it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's, let's end with New Jersey. Okay. All right, you guys. So first of all, Dolores is throwing herself a very beautiful, with lots of flowers party at David's house. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> it's the saddest fucking thing ever. I mean... We know it's times of COVID, but she can't, there's no award ceremony for the award she's getting for her breast cancer awareness. And yeah. they just come by the house and they like drop it off to her. And, you know, she has the whole place decked out in these really gorgeous flowers. I mean, whoever did that, I was like, this is beautiful. They were like hanging from all the light fixtures yeah. and stuff. I was like, that's going to be a lot to clean up. And I, it's mm, expensive. Yeah. Also the taste level for New Jersey. I was like, this is different. Like this is. Very different. The like, house this is... is lovely. <laughs> yes, no, only... no gold and uh, <laughs> brown marble bathrooms to be found. I mean, Teresa's I bathroom is rough. I mean, that rough. is floor to ceiling gold marble with gold mirrors. Like, how could you even get a read on what you looked like with all that weird light bouncing around? Oh, my God. I saw the funniest meme. And because Teresa's just such a monster, I will just go ahead and say it here, even though it's kind of evil. Yeah. It said... How does one navigate this? And it had the electronic temperature check thing that looks like, you know, the short little gun that we all know about now that everyone's taking. And then it had Teresa's forehead. Oh. You know, (laughs) you You don't think that's funny? Well, I think think that, so it's interesting you say that because I saw her on Watch What Happens Live last night and they were showing uh, a bunch of clips of her getting mad and they were like, can you figure out who you're yelling at in this? Cause it's like all these pictures of her were like veins bulging in her head and she's screaming. And so she was like, I don't know, maybe Jacqueline, I don't know, Caroline, I don't know, maybe one of my Joe, I don't know. And so they're showing all these things and, uh, old pictures. Right. And as they're getting more and more into the present, her hairline's going up and up and up. So 
Yep. I was thinking she yep. definitely has had some sort of threading or something to get her hairline up. And then at one point she put her drink down directly in front of the camera. So she's talking, but her drink was like this <laughs> in front of her face. <laughs> and this is, you know, I it's, watch what happens live. Of course, it's not live. They taped it. And Andy goes, Teresa, you put your drink right in front of the camera. She's like, oh, my God. And so she picks up her drink, knocks the whole camera over, and then turns it reverse. So it's pointing. He goes, now all I can see is your staircase, Teresa. And she's like, oh, I did. I pressed the button. I don't know. And he's like, this is great TV. Don't cut this. He's literally going, don't cut this. So uh, Priscilla, the makeup artist, he's like, oh, there's Priscilla. Hi, Priscilla. She comes over and is behind Teresa trying to fix it. And then they, once again, they get like reversed it. It's a shot of like the back of her makeup bag. He's like, Teresa. I can't see you. I can only see the back of your makeup bag. It's like, oh my God. Okay, here I am. And I was like, oh my, this is terrible. But she all I can notice that her, um, Priscilla or whoever does her hair, Julian is the guy, I think, ha- has lifted her hairline quite a bit. Oh, they have. Yeah, yeah. Because the meme is the temperature check thing and then an old picture of Teresa. Where it's like where one she inch. had yeah. the Cro Magnon half inch forehead and yes. then it was full hair that yeah. started. Yeah, it's, like, it's her hairline. How does one navigate this? It's her hairline. Yeah, you gotta because um, anywhere you go, you gotta lift. I'm constantly just lifting my hair up, right, my bangs to to get them to get under there to do my temp check. So yeah, I imagine if yeah. you have a tiny, tiny little forehead, then it's a problem. <laughs> she has a 98% Neanderthal in there, and hey, so does someone in this household. Not saying who. Okay, don't say who. Uh, nope, not saying who. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's get back to Dolores throwing herself her very lovely decorated party, but very sad and kind of pathetic, too. Because David comes home in his motorcycle jacket that he likes to wear on his motorcycle, which I yeah. find kind of hilarious. Cute. He comes home, and he he is just shifty-eyed and looking to escape before the first woman gets there. He wants nothing to do with any of these women. Mm-mm. I mean, he looks like he's being poked in the ass by a hot poker the whole time. He's like, okay, all right, I gotta, okay, all right, you good here? You good? You good? And she's like, just stay, just stay and at least say hello to a couple of people. And he's like, okay, all right. He says hello to Jen. He says hello to what, Melissa or somebody? And he's like, okay, bye. He's like, he ba- babies don't his- deliver themselves. I gotta go. Yeah. He escapes his own home. He's running away from his own home. He does not want to be on this show. He does. He wants to be with Dolores, but he does not want any part of the show. And that is okay. what that is the bottom line. Do you think so? Do you think he really does want to be with Dolores? Because why wouldn't he be marrying her? They built this house together. She's throwing parties there for herself. Her he ex-husband doesn't, doesn't lived there for a while. He doesn't want her, to be on the show. He doesn't. Her, that's the Frank reason. Frank and Tanya lived there for a while. Now her son is living there while he studies. Mm-hmm. And Frank and has I, a guest what? room. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know they show they show when they were taking care of each other. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, this is such a bosom buddies yeah. current references. In the hidden bathroom behind the yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I know it's just such a strange situation. Anyway, Jennifer is side eyeing the whole arrangement, and I'm like, girl, you were just mopping up last night's vomit from your own foyer, so maybe simmer down about other oh, people's arrangements. Oh my god, she's like, it's funny, it's fun. I'm fun. It's great. It's fun. No, it's I was not. like, no, it's not cute or fun. No, it's not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And Margaret was worried about her and everybody else was like, well, you know, <laughs> she gets a little crazy. I'm like, okay. Anyway, she's just trying to like forget about it. And she's trying to turn all the attention on Dolores and her weird arrangement. And then Melissa weirdly gloms onto it. And she's like, wait, now who stays where? Now who lives where? How many nights do you sleep here? How much do you have sex? I'm like, Melissa. All right. Yeah. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. 
The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. What's that about? It was rude. So, okay, now we go down the shore. But I did, down I, the did, shore. I, I did like how Margaret was like, this is not very woman empowering to be like, you have to live with your man. How much mm-hmm. do you service him? All that, you know, like maybe she just wants to be an independent woman who owns her own home. And, you know, like, let's, let's, let's call it what it is. Let's, you know, why does it have to be on her? Why does she have to want a ring? You know, I like right, because that's yeah. who Melissa is. Right. That's who Melissa is and has right. always been. So anyway, they, now they're going down the shore. Okay, Teresa wants to have a memorial for Nono, sweet father who's passed away. And she does say, monster that Teresa is, she does kind of recount a lot of things. Or maybe Dolores does. One of them does. Like, she lost both of her parents. She's been to prison. Her husband went to prison. Her husband was deported. She um, has been alone for five years financially supporting them. She does have a lot going on. Still a monster. Still Still a nightmare. Still a, a bed of her own making. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She did it all to herself. I mm-hmm. know. So, but how they're going to do this so that they can actually get along ish, which they don't end up is that they're going to split the group up because Jackie has decided to join this trip. She's decided to start filming again with right. the group, right? which is a, which is a good move. Although don't we hear that she does stop filming this season? Like period. Doesn't she exit like a Tinsley? Oh, I don't know. How, I, if I heard that, it's gone into some other brain hole that I can't find I've, right now. I don't remember. I feel like we heard that. Okay. Could be. So ja- Jackie and Margaret are going to stay with Melissa. Margaret brought her Joe along. Joe. Mm, Joe. And all the guys are supposed to come. And Evan, Jackie's husband, is supposed to come, but he's only going to come for one night. I'm sure they've arranged it so he can come, like, in and out. He, She's he's supposed not- to, like do a reconnaissance mission and see how crazy it is. I'm like, the right. answer is it's going to be super crazy. What he do you doesn't think? want to be around these guys. No, he, no, he's not, he's not wanting to be in this bro pack that they've got going on. I love how they had Frank Catania and just full talking heads this week. Just everything. And just, it's like, you think you're going to switch to like one of the women. And he's like, listen, I wasn't going to say nothing. I don't want to get anybody more hyped up than they are. Yeah. These house husbands on Jersey are like the Marines. They leave no man behind. Mm-mm. They close ranks they are not loose lips. It's they, hilarious. They're all like, Joe, did you say that? And he goes, no, I did not. And Joe Gorgas, he did not. And Frank's like, he did not. And I was like, it's on <laughs> film. They're like, how many months do we have until this airs? At least eight. We could figure it out before then. He was like, he did not say that. And he goes, I did not say that. And Margaret's like, there you go. He didn't say it. And Joe Gorgas absolutely did not say that. These like, men are so <laughs> ride or die for each other. They're they're letting each other convalesce in their homes. They're carrying each other's wives to cars. They're closing ranks about lies. I mean, they are more loyal to each other than any housewife on any city has ever been. I'm just looking at it like, mm, okay. Of course, now they're all going to be mad at um, whatever his name is, Dr. Doom, the husband, because he's the one that told his wife. <laughs> I know. Like, yeah. Why did you tell Jennifer? Yeah, of her. She's like, my husband told me. And they're all like, well, he's lying. Three oh, my one. God. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we used to be down with you, mm-hmm. grown up Eddie Munster. Mm-hmm. No more. No, no, no more. more. You're not invited to any more boys' nights. So Jackie and Margaret are staying with Melissa. And then Jennifer and Teresa are staying with Dolores. Now, they are supposed to cook dinner. And Frank is out there just grilling meat. He just grills the meat, grills the meat. It's just endless meat. 
And then everyone comes over. Finally, they're all together. This is the first time Jackie and Teresa have seen each other. Teresa is getting ready. She's last to come down outside on the deck, and she brings these gifts with her. Now, we saw her call Joe Mm -hmm. earlier in Italy, and Mm -hmm. she's talking all about how he's really in the sex toy industry now, which we've heard about on the blogs and things. Mm -hmm. She's like, I think it's great. There's a lot of money to be made. It's great. So she gives everyone a gift bag that has a vibrator in it, like a dildo vibrator. I feel like vibrator. she has given him money for this business because she says, like, I we're going to. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, I didn't learn my lesson the first time when I had to go to prison. So I'll just uh-huh. give him some money for a business. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Don't you think Teresa is probably the kind of person who signs with an X because she can't, like, spell her own name? Like, X. Like, um, can't be traced. And also, that's all she can do. I, I wouldn't go quite that far, but her excuse of English is my second language when she moved here when she was two is uh, not the <laughs> reason why she can't form a sentence. No, no, oh, God. She's dim as a dying light bulb. Uh, okay. So she gives everyone these gifts, and then she tells Jackie immediately, because she's been waiting for this. She's like, so, you know what? You told me I could stick my apology up my ass, so you can, or my olive branch up my ass, so now here's something you can stick up your ass. And Jackie, well, watch what happens it, live. He asked her, how long did it come, f- take you to come up with that line? She was like, oh, I planned it before I went down there. I planned, I knew I was going to say that about sticking up your ass. It was going to fit right up her ass. But I was like, all right, we got it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So she'd been waiting for that. And beforehand, Dolores had said to Jennifer, this is going to be a bloodbath. And it is. Because Teresa is on 10. She, she didn't even go like 7, 8, 9 and get up to 10. She comes down on 10. She's mm-hmm. sitting on Riday. She is. As our friend, Grand Dame Karen would say, Karen Baker. Yes. So they start eating dinner. It looks delicious, by the way. And of course, she, I love the food on Jersey. I mm. love when they cook. I yes. love when, not when they go to a restaurant, when they actually cook. I'm like, yes. man, these women, they, like, they are the best cooks on every, every city. So Teresa starts calling out Joe B. That's Marge's husband. She's like, uh, I heard you heard Evan did stuff too. I heard you heard the rumor in town. And then they glom onto this. Like, it's all about her hearing it in town. Because mm-hmm. Mark is like, important. you better not have said that at the boys' night. You better say you heard it in town. Because if he said it, if, it, like, if he comes home and confesses, like, I said, I yeah. heard it here in this house, then Margaret's in trouble. That's exactly right. Is that what was going on? Mm-hmm. Because she was like, in town. In like, town. Not at my house. You heard it in town. Joe B denies everything. He never heard All it. He bros, doesn't know what anybody's talking about. Mm-mm. All the bros close ranks. Everybody mm-hmm. shuts up. Frank and Tanya looks like he's going to puke. I mean, he's like, I don't look at me. Don't, I'm just eating my meat. They go radio silent. And then Teresa gets so like twisted. She starts fighting with Melissa. Yeah. Because she's like, who did I, who do I tell lies about here? And Melissa's like, well, you did call me a stripper. That was hilarious. <laughs> Margaret's like, you did tell someone to pull my hair. And Melissa's like, you did call me a stripper. I mean, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I know. I'm like, they have receipts that we've all seen. It's not like things that we're just learning about now. It's all been on TV. She looks at Dolores and Dolores just like puts a fork full of food and is like, I don't know. Oh, I know. Dolores is just eating. That would be me. I'd just be eating. Mm. Mm -hmm. So she's fighting with Melissa. She's fighting with Margaret. And she's fighting with Jackie. And then she starts screaming as they're all, she's screaming at everybody. Everybody's like, what the fuck, Teresa? Like, get, and Margaret is like giving Joe B like dagger eyes. Also like, you better not fucking have said anything. Yeah. So don't say I said it. Yep. No. And then Teresa comes out with the final statement. I only hang with confident women. And Jackie says, 
Oh, did you learn that confidence in jail? Yeah. Jackie's just been sitting on that like, mm, uh, I'm going to yeah. say nothing until I've got something really good to say. And then she uh-huh. did. Uh Welcome back, scumbag. (laughs) Teresa, welcome back. Love it. She stomps off. She's like, everybody can go fuck themselves and just stomps off. And that's where we cut this week. We're going to see what happens next week. It is a it's Teresa's year every year, it seems like, to just be a total asshole. But she really started out this season with this rumor. And the storyline is all revolving around that. What I hate to see, and I've been reading this in some recaps and things and hearing it on podcasts, is that people are starting to turn on Jackie like, oh, my God, she needs to let it go. She needs to let it go. Kind of like they turned on, uh, oh, my God, why am I forgetting this? What's her name between Lisa Vanderpump, Elaine, Ellen, I cannot believe. Eileen Davidson. Eileen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I cannot believe I'm calling her Elaine and Ellen, you guys. It's been it, a while. It, it took a second, but I got you. Eileen there. Davidson. Uh-huh. But she wanted to, like, demand that apology from LVP uh-huh. for the whole season. And people started turning on Eileen, even though LVP was the one in the wrong for being rude. Yeah, because they would just let it go and move the storyline along. But yeah. that's not what we watch these shows for. That's yeah. not exactly. And also, Jackie hasn't really been filming with them. She hasn't let it go. Neither has Ter- Teresa. Has not talked about anything but Jackie. Well, on Jackie's every has, single Jackie's husband's trip. in finance. He's in finance. I know. He really hurt his was, business in finance. But Jackie really did herself no favors, throwing that really awkward, weird ass party, being like Evan did not cheat, and we're all here to talk about how he did not. We're not going to mention it. It's going to be a new start. And it's going to be in the middle of a pandemic and a crowded bar with cornhole. But we're not going to talk about how he didn't cheat. But you know he didn't cheat, right? He'll take a Stella Artois. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. So that brings us to the end. That's what we got for Housewives this week. I, for one, am just super excited for New York to come back. I mean, May, what is it? May 3rd, May 2nd, May 4th. Okay. Yeah. May 4th. Once again, we're announcing it. It's right around the corner, really. I mean, a lot of people have something spring to break look coming forward up. to. Yep. Something to look forward to, you guys, you know. And I'm here for Ramona getting her comeuppance. I will watch it and enjoy every moment. I agree. I yeah. agree. I love I talking housewives with you. We don't we don't get to do it too often, but it was fun. We don't. I know. It is fun. And you guys, uh, you can follow us. Mary Payne's doing a lot of good work over there. Please, for Pink the love Shade. of God, follow us on Pink Shade Pod. <laughs> at Pink Shade Pod on the gram on Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. both places. But the gram is where MP is really doing some fun stories and she's, hard. she's just leaving it all on the court. What, over working there. hard, working hard. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. She gets like little emojis. Go- not even I've got emojis, to teach like, myself how to do reels, but I can't do it until we get more followers. I'm not even kidding. I think it's going to be a part-time job. I'm going to have to yeah. get a, get, get a teenager to show me. We need to hire someone from middle school to help us. Yes. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Skylar available. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, follow us over there and you can join the Pink Shade Facebook group if you want to join a community of people who are talking about all these shows and just, you know, crazy shit. True crime. We recommend other podcasts over there. It's just a fun place to, you yeah. know, just get more content and just snark about the stuff that is keeping us distracted and sane during this crazy time. We hope you guys are all doing well. Uh, leaving us a rating and review on iTunes is always super appreciated. Leaving us a nice rating and review helps us um, boost up our numbers and just gets us, 
you know, gets us recommended to other people who are interested in this kind of subject too. And this kind of subject being the highbrow television <laughs> it is. Yes. You know what we mean. So I think that's it. And Mary Payne, I will talk to you on Hey Bunky when we talk about Seeking Sister Wives, Temptation yep. Island, and Murray and Mur- Millions. Mur- 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 yep. Soon. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.